listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech this Saturday. Here now is the voice of the Red Raiders, Brian Jensen. Two receivers, Ryder Boyd and Bradley, slapped his hands to see if they were going to come blitz again. Waited. Now he's got it. Hands it off to Thompson. Tries to get outside. Stiff arm gets the corner. And he's at the 10-5. Touchdown, Red Raiders! Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cut courtesy of the Texas Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Brian Jensen with the call, and Brian joins us now as the Bears head to Lubbock to take on the Red Raiders this Saturday. Brian, thanks for your time. How you doing today? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me on. You bet, you bet. Uh, here it's uh, there's a big deal going on this Saturday, man. Y'all are pulling out all the stops for this game. Well, you're going to get to experience the, the night game on a Halloween weekend in Lubbock, and uh, everything that goes with it. And then uh, having Patrick Mahomes there, and from what I understand, with the new INL rule, uh, NLI rules, he's He's still got eligibility, so we're hoping he's going to suit up and, and play because you know what he's done against the Bears over his three opportunities. Uh, yeah. uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so we need to prepare for four quarterbacks, not three, right? <laughs> exactly, and one of, them's, one of them's pretty darn good. Yeah, exactly. Man, that's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild atmosphere. Uh, you know, night game, blackout, Pat Mahomes, all of those things on Halloween weekend. Um, tell me about uh, tell me about your dealings with Joey McGuire so far. How do you like him? Oh, he's fantastic. He's uh, everything that we had heard when he came in, and he's taken the place by storm. And uh, I think one of the great things that he's done when he when he stepped in, not only did he win over the fans and the team and recruits, et cetera, but he stamped the, what he calls the brand on the program. And that, uh, simply put, is uh, you know to make sure that they become the most competitive. Um, you know, team that fights to the bitter end, no matter what the situation in a game. And it has already um, worked to the point where, you know, at, at the end of every game, they are still in it to win it, even if they're behind. And it's, I mean, I'm talking even if they're well behind. Yeah. So the, the attitude and just the way he, he, you know, goes about his business has already really transcended everything and, and is part of this program. So it's fantastic. Yeah, his enthusiasm, it's uh it's really infectious, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And and he's always um, you know, got a good thing to say about about something or somebody regardless of, you know, uh, if there's a, a situation that's troublesome, he's going to find a positive way, you know, to to get through it. And it, that's not always the the case in college football, especially in in these days. And so everything that we have seen from him so far has been um, just a breath of fresh air from what, you know, has been around the program at times. I like him a lot, and uh, I told him I'm pulling for him every game but one, and this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand that. But uh, yeah. looking forward to seeing him and uh, uh, being there on Saturday. What What's the difference in tech at home versus on the road? Uh, anything you can put your finger on? Well, I think at home, um, you know, obviously, like everybody that gets a good crowd and, and gets a crowd that 
really gets behind them, it does do something for you. And it has been the case for Tech, not just this year, but over the years. I think the road situation, if you really look at who they've played on the road, that's been part of the issue this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, you know, they've played some really good opponents on the road. They've been in those games. Uh, they've had opportunities late to come up with a play that may have, you know, broken the game the other way, just didn't come up with it, uh, which they have at home. So I just think it's getting past that one. Once they get past that one um, and and are able to get the play that they need, uh, it'll be, I think, a different story. But again, Oklahoma State on the road, Kansas State on the road, North Carolina State on the road. These are three pretty darn good football teams that that Tech has lost to, um, and therefore the record indicates that they're not a good road team. Yeah, well, I mean, all three ranked teams, 4-0 four, mm-hmm. four, uh, at home, 0-3 oh, on the road, but three ranked teams on the road. So I think that's it uh, exactly. Uh, who is the quarterback, or is it quarterbacks plural? Uh, how do you think that plays out Saturday? Well, I think it, it, most likely you're going to see Baron Morton start the game. He uh, certainly deserves to continue the hot hand that he's got and, and see if it's continue to build like it looks like it is. Um, at the same time, Tyler Shuck comes back, and, you know, he – was the starter when he got hurt. There are a lot of people that believe that a starter, when they get hurt, should come back and have their job again. But I don't know if that's what um, Joey and Zach are going to come up with at the 11th hour or if they'll go with Morton. We'll see. But I would expect to see those two for sure. Um, Very possible you're going to see all three quarterbacks at some point throughout the game. Wow. Maybe four. <laughs> now, let's Maybe limit it four. to three. <laughs> let's limit it to three for sure. <laughs> Tell us about uh, Zach Kitley, uh, young guy, offensive coordinator, his first year there. Uh, pretty good track record of what he has already accomplished in his career. Yeah, you know, he comes in, obviously, having led two straight years of leading the country um, in offensive performance. And, you know, he had Zappy quarterback last year at Western Kentucky, who's now got some starting time with the New England Patriots. So um, he obviously knows how to coach quarterbacks. He's very, very good in the passing game. He's very creative. And the one thing that we've noticed from Zach's offense that we were a little surprised with, you know, you you always hear about teams thinking they move the ball pretty fast, you know, between plays. And we thought with Neil Brown's NASCAR offense and, you know, Cliff Kingsbury coming in and he wanted to play the fast tempo. Well, we're talking 100 plays plus per game with Zach Kitley. And it's because they're able to get to the line of scrimmage and execute the next play so quickly. Um, you know, John Harris is, is uh, I hardly ever hear him color <laughs> right. analyst anymore because <laughs> if, I, if I just take a breath um, or look the wrong direction, they're into another play and yeah. I've got to be back on top of it again, you know. Yeah, we had a stretch of uh, years with the offense going that fast, so I know what you're talking about completely. Uh-huh. Yeah, what about um, – uh, what's the perspective from Tech toward Baylor, knowing that uh, Coach McGuire came from here, and not just him, but, you know, some members of the staff and a lot of support folks, and Harris and Hannah, a lot of people, you know, came from Baylor. Is that, is that being talked about much this week with the Bears coming to town? Well, I think what's being talked about is that, you know, Joey's comfort level 
and yeah. Joey's, you know, what is what is he going to share and, and the others on the staff going to share that might be something that helps. But, you know, you, you look back at, at, at coaches that have gone up against the teams that they were assistant coaches for and up against the head coach that was the coach there. And it's a mixed bag, whether it's, you know, uh, whether there's success or not. And usually it's because of the talent on the field. It's not because the coach came up with something that, you know, through the the former team uh, in disarray. So um, I think the talk, it's, it's great to talk about those kinds of things, but the reality is he's pumped. He's, you know, the, the staff's pumped. This is a game that he's excited to be able to go up on that sideline, look across the sideline and know uh, the people over there and be comfortable with it. So uh, I just think that that's more of the, what, what he's looking forward to as this game gets close. Yeah, that makes sense. And and to be honest, we went through this last year because he was already gone from Baylor. You know, had taken Correct. the tech job and when we played in late November last year. So, you know, if he could have had some intel, you know, inside intel, certainly it would have been a factor last year, maybe even more than this year. Yeah, and I don't know that that intel would have helped with the uh, right foot of Garibay to be able to get that field goal to, you know, actually go through the upright. So. Oh, that was tight. <laughs> <laughs> That was tight for sure. Yeah. Uh, isn't it funny? Have you noticed that that Baylor's not won in Lubbock since 1990? Now we played in yeah. Arlington, home game for you for a lot of, for ten years. But even given that, Baylor hadn't won out there since since JJ Joe was quarterback of the Bears. Yeah, and you know it's and I think it's going to be really interesting Saturday night just because the atmosphere is going to be so different for the players that have played against Tech, um, you know, before. Uh, you've got so many, so many seniors, fifth-year seniors, sixth-year seniors. Heck, I think you have a seventh-year senior on, on the on the mm-hmm. team as well. Uh, some of those guys have played in this series for quite a while, right? So, I, I think just the atmosphere, the difference in the atmosphere that they're going to see Saturday night because of all the things we talked about at the very beginning um, is it's going to be different. And I think that's something that Tech fans certainly believe, and Tech program believes is is in the Red Raiders side of the um, the equation but uh, again sometimes players get really up for that on the opposing team too right I mean it, yeah. it, it, yeah. it's going to charge everybody so it's going to be fun and exciting and I can't wait the blackout is a really cool thing um, you'll love it I think when, once you get a chance to see it yeah note to self uh, don't wear black on Saturday uh, <laughs> and, and the connections between the teams you know it kind of cuts both ways because we've got Aaron Hunt on our staff here mm-hmm. and man he is great uh, great uh, contributing member of this staff and Kevin Curtis who's our cornerbacks coach and going into the Hall of Fame at Tech on Friday night great great guy uh, really proud of him and uh, thrilled that he's doing what he's doing now with you guys uh, so, yeah, you got a good one there. Yeah, absolutely. Great to have them and going home, in a sense, for them to play in Lubbock on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Final thought, uh, uh, what do you think about the league this year? It's crazy, isn't it? It really is crazy, and it's going to be crazy all the way down to the wire, I think, because, you know, you look at the schedules and the way they're set up, look at TCU's schedule, they still got the meat of the schedule in front of them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they're undefeated and a lot of talk about them, and they're playing great, but, um, as you well know, once you get into November, if you have the schedule that that, that is the tough one, um, it's hard to get through that month unscathed. So it's going to be fun to watch to see which teams actually you know fight to the top and then which ones uh, get banged up so much that they are no longer a factor. 
Yeah, very much so. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much, and I will see you on Saturday. Look forward to it. Looking forward to it, yeah. Likewise. Thanks very much. Thanks, Brian. Okay. Brian Jensen, the great voice of the Texas Tech Red Raiders for football and Baylor and Tech matchup on Saturday in Lubbock. Talk about a series that is uh, tight. Baylor has uh, a 40-39 to 39 with one tie advantage a series of i mean a, a series advantage of one win in the all-time series and again uh, mentioned the bears have not won in lubbock since september 30th of 1990 um aaron we do on our tailgate show one of the features is great game in baylor football history and i think we'll we'll dust that one off that'll be our great game feature on saturday just to kind of remind folks of who some of the players were and jj joe was right in the middle of it uh, the last time baylor won in lubbock yeah i always forget jj's older than me ah! <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell him you said that That's hey perfect. but I, it's a good, i mean it as a compliment I, yeah. I have so many fond memories watching him as quarterback yeah. of the bears yeah, yeah when i was a small child <laughs> <laughs> when you were just a wee top yes, exactly yeah. and uh you know lynn elliott was the kicker for the red raiders uh that year the last time baylor won in lubbock lynn uh, here in waco and a lot of folks know him so long time and uh that's the uh that's the uphill battle baylor's climbing this week playing tech in lubbock on the air at 4 30 here on espn central texas kickoff at 6 30 television on espn 2 on saturday evening so looking forward to that bears and red raiders on saturday